If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem. And when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. Uh, for whatever day this is, September something or other, this says, Wednesday, I wrote this down... Says this says August 24th. Not, a, not, in, <laughs> not correct on uh, my own sheet. I'm rusty, Marty. What can I say? That's I wasn't fine. here last week. Did you kill me off again? Uh, we killed Destin off. We didn't Destin kill you off. off. You okay. killed me off. See ya. Aww. You're back. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. Uh, it's episode 263 of the world's number one Xbox podcast. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That is Destin Legary to my Hi, right. Marty Sleva to my left. Hey, everybody. We have Mark on assignment. Both wore gray, so don't want you to get confused. There was uh, the last the last day of uh, San Diego Comic Con. Altano, Damon, and I, who hosted pretty much every live show segment, all wore shirts that looked identical to this. <laughs> like we really didn't uh, coordinate that one well. You guys are pretty close. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. I got, uh, he's got no sleeves. I got sleeves. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just uh, slumming it in a, in a t shirt. But at least it's also gray. Also gray. Yeah. We gray planned stuff. this well. Yes. Welcome to the Communist Hour here on <laughs> here at IGN. We're we uh, <laughs> we talk about the Bolshevik Revolution yeah. and all totally kinds of that. stuff. So yeah, I was out last week. I was in New York for the PlayStation meeting, mm-hmm. which I just I love hardware and mm-hmm. new hardware launches. So I was excited mm-hmm. to go. How do you like this hardware? Also, I like to go to New York because pizza. it's the best place in yeah. the world to eat food uh, that I've been to anyway. At least certainly in this country. But yeah, I mean it was. Uh, it was weird. It was a, It was a, the PlayStation Theater is not a huge room. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like you know a big E three thing, but uh, yeah, the the Twitter reaction, the, the general reaction to it was generally not great. It was what? <laughs> that I was won't my, say, my reaction. I, I won't say it was outright terrible. There were plenty of people that were like, oh yeah, you know, four hundred bucks. I'm totally going to buy one. If I've, you know, but there were a lot of people that were like. Who is this for? Yeah. What is and this? As an event, it felt like a bit of a misstep, especially compared to recent conferences. Just guys like Mark Cerny and Andrew House are very smart, but not the most energetic. Uh, and it was sort of very much a like in-depth, nerdy, techie thing. Which right. you like that stuff. I'm sure people, the people who did are putting down four hundred dollars for it, are people yeah. who are excited for that. I, so I don't understand it at all. Well, I was very confused by that. Event. What I want to talk about is. Uh, 
how it pertains to Scorpio, because that's obviously what matters for this show. Because now doesn't Microsoft <laughs> planted their flag in the ground first at E3 mm-hmm. and sa- said, because of course the rumors were out there for both. It mm-hmm. was it was the uh, widely known but nev- not official. There was the Neo, there was the Scorpio, mm-hmm. there were these two upgraded consoles. And Microsoft went ahead and said, hey, yep, it's real, we're doing it, it's going to be the most powerful console ever, it's going to be out next holiday, we've got a ton of developers working on it, here's a sizzle reel of them mm-hmm. telling, uh, telling you how much they like working on it. And, you know, we, after E3, we like that. That, yeah. was, that was confident Microsoft, the one mm-hmm. we hadn't seen in a few years. And now that Sony has fully shown their hand uh, with a $400 upgrade that uh really it's it's big claim to fame is it's 4k but but it's not true true 4k, 4K. It, yeah. is, it is a voodoo sauce upscale 4, 4K, 4k 30 frames yeah. and you know microsoft since before this since mm-hmm. e3 has said we're building a true 4k machine so what i want to talk to you guys about is what can microsoft do now that's because Sony seems a bit vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, for the first mm-hmm. time this whole generation, as far as on the PR front, right? Yeah. And and whether that can translate oh, to it doesn't play Blu-ray DVDs. We're going to get to that, but yeah, w- yeah w- it, whether that can translate to actual momentum in sales, as opposed to just fanboy chatter on on IGN or on mm-hmm. you know social media or what have you, is another thing. But but yeah, you know, by missteps, I mean you know the the PS4 Pro not received the greatest. It's not true 4K. Mm-hmm. It's 4K. Is that going to matter? Like it doesn't. It weirdly doesn't have an ultra HD Blu-ray so player. So they in it. own the rights? they own Blu-ray. Yeah, they invented That's Blu-ray. So confusing. The Xbox One S has an has a 4K Blu-ray I, player. That one, it. I'm just so and, I'm baffled. By. You know, and of course you can say, well, you know, most people are probably everything's going digital, but it, the optics on that are awful. Yeah. right. It just looks. I want to download bad. a movie for a day and then watch it. A 4K movie well, is probably the, what eighty. Also, gigs enjoy more? your bandwidth cap when you're streaming that too. for all the entire season of Luke Cage in 4K on that, Netflix. That is yeah. true. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, it almost like Microsoft immediately sort of went on the offensive right after this event and realized you know smelled the blood in the water. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they went. You know, there were those those tweets of this. These are all the things that the Xbox. One S have right now. Yeah. You could buy it right now, and it's all, a lot of the same things. And it's so, cheaper. Yeah, it almost it, it does feel like the uh, Pro is more akin to what the S is than going to be what the Scorpio is. Again, we don't know exactly what the Scorpio is. Um, totally agree. They have a the main stat in the Pro that's better is the GPU, yeah. which they're using to upscale the 30 FPS, not true 4K, and HDR lighting. HDR, yeah, yeah, but why? Like, it's I don't understand. It was also a weird event because you can't see the difference in anything when you're streaming something right. on your mm-hmm. non 4K laptop in, or in TV the room. or yeah. yeah. They had two of the on on either side of the stage. So there's a big projector in the main stage, which you know isn't 4K HDR capable because I don't know if there's a projector that is. But on the sides of the stage, they had two. At largest size HDR displays they could get, they were probably, I don't know, 70 inches, mm-hmm. maybe bigger, that were actually showing the content yeah. running in 4K with HDR. So we in the room could see it. Yeah. But you can't. And there are people at home who don't have a 4K TV and are yeah, streaming right. this on a 4K TV. Right. So in two years or two and a half years, when I buy a 4K TV, then I'll get a discounted PS4 Pro. Well, in two and a half like, years, probably. you'll get a PS5. 
or maybe. a PS5. <laughs> but I, I don't see myself upgrading to 4K yet. It's just it's too cost prohibitive right now to get a TV like you got. Like I want to, I would buy the best on the market. I mean, you, you as know. an well, uh, TV. IGN. I have not. I can't afford. Sorry, the, the t- one you the bought to review 4K <laughs> yeah. HDR. And like stuff looks yeah. really good on that. Like when we put the Forza 3 demo on there, when we were playing Titanfall on there, like that mm-hmm. does look awesome. But I'm like, yeah. it doesn't look awesome enough for me to throw away my old TV. Because I'm yeah. totally fine with it. So I'm happy with my yeah, TV. what I want to, what I'm curious, what you guys think is, what should Microsoft's next move be now? Because it's. So this is the first time in a long time that Microsoft has had the chance to go second, to, as far as the, the PR battle goes, to counterpunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say they actually went first at E3, sure. and then technically you could say this was that the, the PS4 Pro unveil was Sony's counterpunch. But Microsoft gets to hit back mm-hmm. here. What is their move about messaging? Because, like, what did, you guys, what did you guys think about how Sony messaged? The PS4 Pro well, to and versus how Microsoft should take any lessons from that to message the Scorpio to existing and new owners alike. So the first thing is, I don't think the PS4 Pro is the competitor for the Scorpio. I think Sony will announce another console once the Scorpio in a year. In a, in a year. In, in a year. This no is way. this is just their 4K box, basically. That's it's not the, even a 4K box. <laughs> yeah, it runs PS4 games and it it. It upscales 4K. Like it, it would be so confusing if this is their Scorpio answer. So I wouldn't totally discount Sony. I'm sure they have something. No, of course up their not. I'm not saying compete. that at all. I'm just saying, uh, on like sort of PS4 the... Pro Plus could come out <laughs> or something to compete with Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio though needs to come out, and it just needs to blow everybody out of the water. They need software. I mean, there's yes, not going to be software though. Great. That's the thing is, I don't know what Microsoft does because this is these events are ostensibly events for new graphics cards. Aren't yes, interesting. That yeah. is true. Events that are interesting are here are games that you can't play anywhere else. So which a Scorpio event's not going to be that. It's right. going to be like, well, I could still play that on my Xbox One right. because they've already said, said that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. You're not going to be wowing me with new software. You're not going to be like uh, Halo Six only available on Scorpio. It's going to be Halo Six looks a little bit better, and that to me isn't enough at an event. So I mean, Microsoft has a long time before. I mean, I imagine. E3 is the next time they're going to do something with Scorpio. I don't think well, there's going to be may- an individual maybe a, event. Maybe like a May, like ahead of E3. I could see them maybe yeah. in May, like revealing the box, right? and then yeah. and then use E3 as you know yeah. the general E3 showcase. It yeah. always is. I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. This software. is this is t- they're not. It's not going to be software though, because any of the software is going to be games you can play on your Xbox One. So maybe the thing is you reveal new games at this event. So maybe you use it to be like the first time we're going to show Halo Six that was going smart. to be on Scorpio. Yep. And so it's yeah. not going to be like, well, that's just Uncharted Four, but it looks right. a little better. Because Sony didn't do that. that. They no. showed all games yeah, that literally we've seen no before, yeah. other than I mean, we did see new Mass Effect Andromeda, sure. a, a little s- chunk of footage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we didn't Pre-alpha. see any new games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I like that idea. So yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you do have to do that. Almost treat it as an E3 conference. Where you're showing everything on the Scorpio. I don't know. It's it's hard. So, my uh, tell me what you guys think. See, for me, uh, you know, a lot of the my followers on Twitter are, of course, a lot of Xbox fans. That's understandable. And a lot of them, you know, they're they're excited uh, about Scorpio because it's the the fact that it's Microsoft says it's going to be the most powerful console <clears throat> ever made. But a lot of them were like, "It's already over. Scorpio wins." Like, well, hold on. Yeah. Nothing. We don't know much yeah. about the Scorpio. For me, I think the, the biggest win that Sony had with uh, with the PS4 Pro event, number one, I thought the 
enable the HDR update to all existing PS4s. Mm-hmm. That's a great fan yes. service move. Which so I like, literally don't understand how that works. Yeah, <laughs> because it doesn't have the HDMI. Spe- pardon me, the HDMI spec. Yeah, they, it's just a firmware to, thing. Yeah, I don't quite Xbox know. Xbox can't do it, I guess. That must be some that's other voodoo sauce. That's, again, that's that a thing that I literally didn't understand how, like, a firmware update's going to make your console HD. I'm like, how? Yeah. What? You're not doing anything to my console. But it's, it's, it's about the HDMI signal that goes from your console to your television. Right. So it is, it is a digital signal that goes to your TV that says, hey, display this mm-hmm. with HDR. And they're updating the firmware to be able yeah. to have that communication between your television. Weird. So uh, I thought that was, a, that was one of their two biggest uh, wins from that event. The other one, I thought, was just the price. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, it's out this year, That's, which we all were sort of half expecting. Mm-hmm. It was sort of kind of going either way, but November. But the fact that it's three ninety nine, which is the same price that the PS4 launched at, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, the same price that the... I think we, we said our conspiracy theory... In fact, I believe we did say on this show... Remember how the Xbox One S two terabyte disappeared instantaneously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we thought it was because of the PS4 Pro. I think we were totally right, right. about that. Yep, yeah. yep. That was four hundred bucks. And, and the, like, let's just never have that price associated with Xbox. <laughs> let's just have it be yeah, have it be yeah. lower. So, uh, but the, I thought that price point. I mean, three ninety nine is even if it's not true four K. You know, it is a better visual experience. How much better is up to? Mm-hmm your eyeballs yeah. on how, what you think you know how you perceive the improvements to be better because you know if you don't have a 4k tv but you're running a, a on a ps4 pro mm. it'll down down sample it'll super sample from the higher quality image and, and give you a little bit better visual mm-hmm. quality I, yeah. I got to see it you know the developers had dev builds behind mm-hmm. backstage after the, the pro. event yeah where they were fl- turning like here's here's like on off to see you know like here's mm-hmm. what it is uh, was it noticeable it's if you're flipping back and forth it's totally noticeable if you're not i mean it's like yeah it's a little nicer mm-hmm. but it's not like i need to run out and buy this console for my 1080p television yeah. mm-hmm. uh the one s can upscale 4k also i mean that's what it says on microsoft's yes. website it's, so the one s can also display upscale games to 4k correct and that's what's with, so but, bizarre to me with hdr just resolution mm-hmm. no other image quality improvements which the ps4 pro does do it does, you know, it, it cleans up some like draw distance stuff, and it there are some because of the GPU. Yes, ex- exactly. Yeah. Whereas the yeah the Xbox One, it's just a resolution upscale, which again mm-hmm. is just just pointing out the facts. Yeah. and it. they said that it's going to work in conjunction with the PSVR as well and improve yeah. frame. They were sort of they were a uh, little bit more unclear uh, with those details, but it sounds like if you have a PSVR and a PlayStation Pro, that VR will run a little bit better in terms of frame, which rate, is which great. Is, very, I mean, frame rate is king in VR. It's, mm-hmm. it's the difference Otherwise between you, you vomiting and not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So getting to my point, I really think, I mean, Microsoft is, they, they obviously haven't announced a price for Scorpio, but I think I'm not even sure even a six teraflop console that is technically superior, the silicone is superior, silicon is superior, uh, I'm not sure that Microsoft can get away with a $500 machine, even if it's better, yeah. against a $400 PS4 Pro. And, uh, and because the, the, the gap, the, Sony has such a lead this generation. If, if Microsoft's looking at this as a long-term battle where they want to be the number one console mm-hmm. in time, you're smirking at me, Destin. I'm I had an to, idea. But, yeah. but, I'm, but seriously, I mean, you know, because a, a lot of people on my feed, on my Twitter feed, were like, no, this is Scorpio's totally better. It's going to win. It's like, well, hold on. Like yeah. this, 
the big question that I have is, is the mass market consumer, the ones that are they, – they may not be the ones buying Scorpio or PS4 Pro right away, but they're eventually yeah. – That's event, they're eventually going to get there. Those are the people that have, have helped drive PS4 to a huge lead this generation over, over Xbox One. Will those people, A, notice, or B, care about actual true HD versus the upscaled voodoo 4K, faux K, as Marty yeah. puts it, that Sony's giving them? Serious question. I'm not trying to be so, a fanboy or a troll. I, I genuinely wonder, like, is Microsoft coming out with just brute force power, uh, to use Sony's mm-hmm. own words, is that going to matter in the mass market sense if the box is more money. If it's if it's four hundred bucks, if Microsoft same, takes a loss on everyone, which would they ostensibly they have before. a giant war chest. They're yeah. a much wealthier company than Sony. I think if they can be the same price, it's no. Then you you you've you have you make a clear case. You say mm-hmm. we are a markedly no question better console mm-hmm. uh, performance wise than the PS4 Pro, and for this for the same price you'd yeah. pay. They, but they, I but I. I wonder if Microsoft has kind of been dancing around. I think they've been trying to steer people towards I, what I interpret as not five ninety five ninety nine. That's too much. I don't think we can do three ninety nine. I, I feel like they're angling towards four ninety nine, and I think that could. I don't want to say be a mistake, but I'm not sure that's going to be yeah. enough. Five hundred dollars is a lot of money. Specs. Yeah, I, I think they could market at four fifty or four forty nine ninety nine, yeah. and they could mm-hmm. be like. For fifty dollars more, you can experience the future of gaming right. on on the Xbox Scorpio. And if they market it like that, then people are like, and then beyond that, they could be like, "Here's why we're better. Here's the games you're gonna get." And then like that's the marketing that they put out to the mass market. Meanwhile, Sony has this four hundred dollar price tag for old games. Basically, they'll, yeah. they'll look old by comparison, even though they both run in four K. I mean, they're going to have pretty close resolution parity and everything. But if Xbox gets the software and they're able to market smartly, then the mass market's going to be like, well, that's the better console. It does everything better. It has the games. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's still ultimately going to come down to software. Exactly. Honestly. Um, that's uh, that's what it always comes down to for me. And, and it's especially weird when we're getting into – it seems like there's fewer and fewer exclusives. It's true. Uh, you're especially right. this gen. Uh, yeah. This fall, there's – I mean, each each console only has a handful. I mean, I, I guess if you count PSVR, that's a different beast uh, in and of itself. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah I, but that, there's a there's a $400-plus buy-in. There's, that, yeah, so. to buy in to play the 20 launch games or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I think it's still ultimately going to come down to just – what games can I play on this thing that I can't play on the other thing? Well, Sony's been very smart about aligning with a company like Activision, saying like, hey, yeah, you can play on both consoles, but we're going to have the cool stuff first. Mm-hmm. Like with Destiny, they, they're doing that with Call of Duty, I believe now. Yeah, they got uh, a lot of marketing deals. Yeah, it's just like little things, but for the community... Yeah, all those, all those like, things well, that Microsoft was doing I play on last P- year. I play Destiny on PS4 because there's exclusive content, yeah, and I want to be able to play everything. Yeah, you know. Do you think uh, that, I play on Xbox also, but do you far less? Do you think next fall we're going to get to uh, exclusive 4K updates? For As what? in, uh, the only place to play the new Call of Duty 2017 in 4K oh, is I hadn't on even thought Scorpio of that. or on Pro. No, I don't think that's in the third party's best interest. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm Bobby Kotick and or you know and that and that those guys. I don't. I don't know if I can agree yeah. to that. Yeah, because it's, it's one thing to say like, "Hey, you'll get this content eventually." 
but Sony right. owners will get it a month early, and it's another thing to be like, your game will not look as good because the you have an Xbox. The thing is, though, Marty, uh, Sony does have an event this holiday season where they can bring marketing to the mass market first, mm-hmm. you know, the PlayStation Expo, and then it looks like... We assume it, they have an event. They haven't actually announced the oh, event yeah. yet. Uh, PlayStation I thought they did last right? year. Yeah, I I mean, they did they've done year. it for two years. Yeah, yeah, it's just an assumption, but just... So yeah. let's, let's say they have the event, and um, they make the announcement there first... That makes it look like to most average consumers that that's only coming to PlayStation. So Xbox needs to be ready with not necessarily an event, but just their announcement and their PR lined up to say, and you can experience here, Mm -hmm. you know, day and date with the the PlayStation experience or whatever announcement this holiday. Yeah. There's another piece to this that Sony, I think, I think I know why they didn't address it, but... uh, VR was barely mentioned mm-hmm. in the PS4, PS, PS4 Pro event. Jeez. Uh, and, and I figure that was probably because they didn't want to send a, a potentially confusing message of, well, you need, you need PS4 yeah. Pro to use PSVR. They definitely didn't want to say that, and I get that. But I wonder, I think VR is kind of a, a big wild card here mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Scorpio. They have the chance, Microsoft has the chance to... Maybe even c- come with a generation two headset, yeah. whether it's we, Oculus or Vive, uh-huh. and even if it, let's just say it's not even a generation two thing, I you know the the PSVR is is a nice headset. It is the the cheapest one, um, even when you factor in buying the camera and the moves. But the I think it's it's. it's, it's pretty fair to say it's not a fanboy thing to say. The Oculus and the Vive are technically superior yeah, headsets yeah mm-hmm. so if, if what if the scorpio can use both of those platforms and they announce the hololens consumer market one we have one in office it's really freaking cool right um so they're just like yeah so we don't want to force you to buy some peripheral your existing oculus will work with our platform and all the games work on our platform you know that's the announcement that we've been talking about for a while yeah. and if they they make that reveal then that would be huge I, for I Xbox. don't see them going super open source with it. Super. At least they would do Oculus, I think, because of that existing well, relationship. we've talked about that too, yeah. right? But, like, but the Vive is in Microsoft stores, mm-hmm. so could there be... You know, they could go... They've got the deal. The Vive could just work with their console with no deal brokered. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, let's just say, for argument's sake, that it's Oculus. Uh, then... You, know, you can say we have this, the superior VR experience, we have the superior 4K experience, and maybe by then the most powerful console ever made. The most this powerful is how they're branding it already, made. and they can say they can come with well, maybe maybe they can uh, have the Oculus be cheaper. Maybe maybe in a year from now the Oculus yeah. bundled or not necessarily bundled, but the Xbox version of Oculus, whether that's the exact same thing or or a a, a revision is. Three forty nine. That, so that's yeah. another way they control the five hundred dollar price point. It's like you got an Oculus with ours. So they could do that, or if or. six nine months from now, uh, PSVR turns out to be a dud. And I mean, Oculus and Vive don't really release sales numbers, and so we don't know how right. they're doing, that's which true. I imagine isn't that good. Is true. That nine months from now at E three, when Sony's like, well, we still have to talk about VR because we put so much R and D into this. Microsoft could just be like, nope. We're going to talk about games. Basically, this, if, if... Like, sitting out the VR generation. Like, if someone would have sat out the move generation of Wii, Move, and yeah. Connect, yeah. and they would have ultimately been like, oh, well, you made the right decision there, ultimately, because yeah. no one's really doing that It's an interesting anymore. point. Yeah. So, basically, if, if PSVR 
goes the way of the Vita yeah. in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Microsoft can just be like, well, this is still going to be... Yeah, we're still focusing on classic video games and just yeah. making them look as good as possible. That's why the Oculus is such a win. They didn't invest in the R&D or anything of that. They just make it compatible with their box, and they get this huge market of PC players that already own Oculuses that but just plug I don't think there them is a the huge console. market, dude. Like, I don't... Like, yeah, we don't okay, know. There's not do, a does, huge market. Do you know literally anyone who bought an Oculus? A personal Oculus? I know one person. Uh, I think Dan Stapleton did. I think he may have, but probably a work expense. expense. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I know but, one so person no. who bought one. I don't know anybody who's bought a VR headset. And maybe PSVR is going to be the thing that I think. Yeah, maybe. Like, I do uh, think eventually PSVR will be the best selling one. But what does best selling mean in VR? Right. Is yeah. Is a million units. Yeah. <laughs> is that a success for the future of hardware? I don't know. So well, I mean, Oculus has Facebook money backing it, though. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if. Again, all Microsoft has to say is any Oculus works with our platform, and they win. They win the VR race. They're just like, we're not investing in VR. Well, I mean, they are with the HoloLens, but they know that there's a huge market for Oculus, and they're just like, yeah, it totally works with Xbox. You're going to be able to play Halo with your Oculus. People would be really excited about Yeah, but like that. We're playing Halo in theater mode? like I don't know. I don't, I don't think that aligning with Oculus is a mic drop. We've won no. the VR war, because also by then... There's no doubt in my mind that PSVR will far eclipse Oculus in terms of sales by the time this oh, will yeah, be announced or sales. by the time Scorpio actually sure. comes out. So mm-hmm. you might just get into another race again where Sony's outselling Microsoft 2-to-1. Yeah, I think, I think that's that the biggest takeaway I'm, I'm getting from this conversation, I think you hit the nail on the head, Marty. If, if uh, at the Scorpio event where they show the box, reveal the name, reveal the date, reveal the price, if they also show halo 6 for the first time in 4k on that thing and they show definitely forza motorsport 7 for the first time in 4k on that thing and maybe well i guess we've already seen a i guess we haven't seen gameplay of state of decay 2 yeah sure sure or just any new other any new yeah 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 i think you're probably right that's that's probably the way to go but Mm -hmm. i I don't think it's a mic drop marty but if they offer the consumer more options to experience VR than Sony, Sony's like, you have to buy our VR platform. And they're like, you can use Vive, you can use Oculus if, if you really want. I just don't know if a $500 box can run Vive. Like, you need, well, you a, need a, an expensive-ass computer. A six-teraflop box should, is, yeah. is it, a lot more equipped power. to do so than, than, sure. than a one-point-something teraflop yeah. PS4 or a uh, whatever the 4.2-teraflop yeah. uh, PS4 Pro is. Yeah. So, I don't know. For me, I think it's... I have a lot of confidence in Microsoft with this one. I I, I feel like they're going to... I think the... Win the VR battle. I still think (laughs) the the biggest thing the PS4 Pro has going forward is the price, and Microsoft can't get too... I I hope Microsoft doesn't automatically assume they're going to win because they're going to have the the better specs. Sure. I think the price... I mean, look at three years ago. There was a $500 box... And a four hundred dollar box, and the four hundred dollar box. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of reasons, but the consumers liked the four hundred dollar box. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were found that much more appealing, and uh, it's you know they could find Microsoft could find themselves in the exact same four hundred versus five hundred mm-hmm. situation in a year from now. And yeah. I hope they've they are. Uh, I mean, because might not even be four hundred versus five hundred. Might be three fifty versus five hundred. That's very true. Yeah. yeah, in a year they could they could slash the price a little bit on the yeah. pro. So. I hope the Scorpio's design looks really nice because the one S looks phenomenal. Yes, the one S is beautiful. Yeah. Also, though, 
that's something that we talk about for 10 minutes when it happens, and mm-hmm. then once it's on your shelf, no one ever cares anymore. Yeah. What if it looks like an actual scorpion with a tail? And a no. No. Oh, my God. Well, you, that's where you put the disc? Oh. It <laughs> and it makes that sound effect yep, yep, you just yep. did. Yeah, actually making the sound effects for it. Yeah. That's, that's what it does when you insert your disc. It, like, yeah. eats it. I have, to put the, I have to put that at the bottom of every uh, yeah, it's Xbox a, it's review. It's I a disclaimer. It's a disclaimer. Yeah. I made the weird scorpion sound you're like the You're like the Siri of, yeah, exactly. of Xbox. You're, you know, move <laughs> over, Cortana. All right. Uh, that does it for that. Alana and Sean, by the way, are up at the Coalition mm-hmm. doing some more Gears of War stuff. There's a I big, can't wait to hear their impressions. Big hands-on event going there. Uh, I know they're playing a lot of Horde and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So very curious to see what they come back with. Yeah. I liked yeah. what I played. They're going to have a blast. Mm-hmm. I I have uh, I haven't played since E3. I played that single-player chunk at E3 and really, oh, really nice. liked it. I'm dying to play Horde after Horde's what real, you guys yeah. were talking yeah. about. Horde's can't wait. Uh, it'll be soon. So look for more. If, if the month of IGN first coverage we had on Gears of War 4 wasn't enough for you, we've got some more on the way very soon. And let's come right back right after this. All right. News time. First up this week. I'm going to need your help here, guys. Uh-oh. So this is pretty cool. You can be in Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> BioWare has always been a very community-centric developer. Mm-hmm. They listen to their fans a lot. And they are offering two roles, two bit roles, voice Ooh, acting roles. Right. roles. These don't seem like bit roles to me. Uh, you think your starring role here? You think I uh, think this the, the main character's name is Tough Mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're off inviting the community <laughs> to audition for a couple of roles in Mass Effect Andromeda. One of them is Jordan Tate, a smart and talented indie documentarian eager to give the real perspective on life in Andromeda. You are playing the role of Jordan Tate. And the other, as Marty has already kindly alluded to... Can I be tough mercenary? Tough mercenary. Two mercenaries talk about some of the difficulties of living on the frontier. No, it's just you're auditioning for one of them. Relax. I'm still... (laughs) Two mercs are talking about some of the difficulties of living on the frontier and being pioneers in a new world. You are playing the role of tough mercenary as opposed to apparently worried mercenary is already cast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Darn. So uh, I, as many of you know, I would love, I've always wanted to be a voice actor. So I thought right here on this show, I'm going to audition. I like now, how the one time we've actually done scripted voice acting on this show, you weren't here. And we did the time <laughs> knife from Quantum Break. That was Hopefully really good. You weren't here. That was really good. <clears throat> now, to be perfectly clear, uh, I am going to actually audition right now. But even if they called me and were like, hey, we want to offer this to you, I'd have to say no because I work at IGN and that would sort of – that's just not an editorially okay thing we can do. But just for fun. For goofs. Just for fun. Uh, oh, damn it. I needed to print off two copies. Marty, you're going to have to scooch close to me, I guess. <laughs> I was an idiot and didn't print off two copies of the script. All right. <clears throat> so let's start – who should we start? Start with Tough Mercenary maybe? Mm-hmm. So – <clears throat> can I have one of the copies so I can follow along? No, there's only one copy. Oh, oh. Uh, one two copy of each, each script here. All right. So you ready? You ready, Bioware? Ready to buy, have your faces blown? I'm ready to laugh. Your minds <laughs> and ears shattered? <clears throat> All right. It's video game voice acting audition. Take one for the tough mercenary. I got a great deal on the gear we salvaged from the crash. Here's your share. You said we'd split the tank evenly. I'm a worried mercenary. <laughs> You're really worried. All right. 
It's even. Do the math. I got a family. You don't. This isn't fair. We agreed. To split the profits 50-50. How you feed your family is your problem. I just keep thinking, what if I hadn't left the capital? Maybe I wouldn't have to worry about where all my kids' next meals are coming from. We're doing better than some. But I worry that one day I'll cross Sanders and find my kids murdered. Sanders doesn't kill kids. And you don't know that wouldn't have happened in the capital. There were laws back then. Out here, it's things running the place. It's thugs running the place, not things. (laughs) Nailed it, Marty. A thug wearing the uniform is still a thug. And then, with contempt, does it? Sanders was the head of security back in the Capitol, and look what she's become. Who do you think Sanders is? Trust me, things like rule of law, like decency, out of the window when things go bad. So you wouldn't go back, even if you had a chance? Hell no. It's not the best here, but I get to decide my life. It's what we wanted, right? A new start? And scene. That's pretty good, Ryan. See, you know, what about me, right. Destin? Yeah, do you want to, do you, you guys want to take a shot at uh, Tough Mercenary before we? Which, which Wait, ca- we'll have Destin. Well, we'll have Destin be Ryder next time. Okay, Destin, can you handle being Ryder? Is this Ryder? Well, do you guys want to audition right. too? Yeah. Do you want to do the next one first, or well, do you want to have? Let's us just go? let's. You want to all do Tough Mercenary? All right, all right, all right. I feel right, like I'm not a it. Tough Mercenary. You, I'll, I'll do Tough Mercenary. You be worried. Then no, I'll, you, well, you don't want to do Tough. No, he'll be worried. It's too far. Oh, away. Okay, got it, yeah. got it. All right, okay. all right. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, note, note your direction there in the right okay. column. Doing business. So this is, this, you're doing a cold read here. Uh, yeah, is, I've never yeah. even read this. I actually script, looked so. at this earlier. <laughs> you did a few practice runs. <laughs> this will be awful. All right. I got a great deal on the gear we salvaged from the crash. Here's your share. You said we'd split the take evenly. It's even. Do the math. I got a family. You don't. This isn't fair. We agreed to split the profits 50-50. How do you feed... How you feed your family is your problem. I just keep thinking, what if I hadn't left the capital? Maybe I wouldn't have to worry about where my kids' next meals are coming from. We're doing better than some. But I worry that one day I'll cross Sanders and find my kids murdered. Sanders doesn't kill kids, and you don't know that wouldn't have happened in the capital. I've already blown That's it. That's right. Go, go again. Take it again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sanders doesn't kill kids, and you don't know that wouldn't have happened in the capital. There were laws back there. Out here, it's thugs running the place. A thug wearing the uniform is still a thug. Sanders was head of security back in the Capitol, and look what she's become. Trust me, things like rule of law, like decency, out the window when things go bad. So you wouldn't go back if you got the chance? Hell no! It's not the best here. Let me. T- yeah. Hell no! It's not the best here, but I get to decide my life. It's what we wanted, right? A new start. Nice. Nice. Kind of, I want to see you guys kind take this upward one. I want to see the two of you take this one. Again. Okay. Again. All right. All right. I feel like Destin, Destin's more into it. I, I left my heart in Time Knife. <clears throat> uh, am I Jordan Tate or right. Ryder? Well, uh, let's. All right, you want to just go, and then we'll, we'll, we'll let's each oh, take a you, shot. You so. want to do yours, or do you want me to go Jordan first? Uh, well, you, you just went, so we'll let you. Well, you keep going, and then I'll go. All right, so let me see. You'll you be friendly so. enthused. <laughs> this is not good for now. Remember, Ryder's the main character, so this yeah, isn't. Yeah. This is. I'm. I'm uh, are are you doing Jordan or Ryder? Well, you take Jordan first. Got it. And then we'll switch. All right. So uh, remember, Jordan Tate, as I said earlier. Oh, this the smart and talented indie yeah. documentarian, yeah. eager to give the real perspective on life in Andromeda. Ryder, isn't it? Jordan Tate, freelance video maker. Superintendent Drakes asked for an uplifting documentary about your... Ugh. 
Damn it. First time, first time reading. All right. Yeah, I do. I do VO, so I like hyperanalyze every word. All right. Superintendent Drakes asked for an uplifting documentary about our efforts. Translation, paint rainbows over our problems. But people deserve the truth, not propaganda. Perhaps a crisis is time for hope rather than hard truths. If we pretended everything's fine, who does that truly serve? I want the dirt and blood, not the convenient fairy tale Drake's looking for. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, how do you think things are going? Official reports don't tell us very much. I think people should go out and see Andromeda for themselves. No trouble at all? All those scars on your armor just from popping the champagne? Never mind. If that's your take, that's what goes in. Bandwidth means I'm transmitting in short bursts, so that's all for now. Nice. Well done. Was that all a right. one? That was a one pager? That was it. Yeah. All right. Short. So, <clears throat> all right. Now I'm going to go. I'm going to try Channel Jordan, Jordan Tate. I'll have fun with my rider on this. One. Notice Jordan Tate, gender neutral name. Any mm-hmm. male or female. Good point. Also, Keep tough mercenary. Good. That's true. <laughs> tough mercenary, male or female. Both uh, gender neutral roles. <clears throat> all right. Rider, isn't it? Jordan Tate, freelance vid maker. Superintendent. Dr- <clears throat> Damn it. I'm going to start over. All right. All right, so he's... Superintendent's a tough word. Yeah. Annoyed by... You just Drake. keep wanting to say Superintendent. Okay. Right. Fake bubbly at the end. Ryder, isn't it? Jordan Tate, freelance vid maker. Superintendent Drake's asked for an uplifting documentary about our efforts. Translation, paint rainbows over our problems. But people deserve the truth, not propaganda. Perhaps a crisis is a time for hope, rather than hard truths. If we pretend everything's fine, who does that truly serve? I want the dirt and blood, not the convenient fairy tale Drake's looking for. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, how much... Well, how do you... Damn it. (laughs) It's going real well, guys. (laughs) Character. (laughs) Well, how do you think things are going? Official reports don't tell us very much. I think people should go out and see Andromeda for themselves. No trouble at all? Are those scars on your armor just from popping the champagne? Never mind. If that's your take, that's what goes in. Bandwidth means I'm transmitting in short bursts, so that's all for now. This is so, fun. Can we you're going to be an actor. Can we do this all day, all yeah. the time? <laughs> is just yeah. read scripts? Yeah. You could probably just you could start a script podcast. Yeah, why? Why I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> so dumb. Podcasting's not my true calling, you guys. Maybe we should start scripting all the podcasts. No. Write them beforehand? <laughs> no. I'm going to write them beforehand. I'll use uh, Destiny and uh, make a make a machinima out of this and see how awful oh my it God, actually is. Great. That sounds good. All right, so Bioware, Bioware there, there you go. Auditions for Ryan slash Destin slash you're never, never going to choose us, but that's okay. <laughs> Marty did great. Um, Marty was the best. Thanks, man. I really if, appreciate uh, it. On a more serious note, uh, you can audition. If you're, why not? Put yourself, either record yourself on audio, record yourself on YouTube, you can audition, too. Uh, your URL is dumb, so just Google Bioware Explorers Wanted, and it'll be like the top mm-hmm. Google result, and that has the information on how to submit your entry as well as grab a they're, – they're just PDFs, the scripts. So give that a go, as Destin and I have done, mm-hmm. and perhaps you, too, or, well, one of us, two of us. Can one of us this. and one of you <laughs> right. it could be a star. When, when you said you two, I thought like Bono was going to... Bono and The Edge are both going to audition. In the name yeah. of love. That'd be weird to have them play uh, one-off characters <laughs> in Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, all right. Yeah, sadly, my job at IGN 
precludes me from ever getting a voice acting role. But that's okay. I like my job at IGN. There you go. Uh, moving on. Xbox was the number one selling console for August, which is the second month in a row that that's that has awesome. happened, guys. Mm-hmm. Good job, Xbox. Question. Is this a sign of the tide turning? I hope so. Or is this a speed bump for Sony? Serious question. What do you guys think? Kind of looking at things, we obviously... So in June, or pardon me, mm-hmm. in July, we had the uh, OG Xbox One get discounted. We had those 249 mm-hmm. machines that no doubt helped propel mm-hmm. uh, the Xbox One to the number one status for the month of July. And then in August, the Xbox One S came out and clearly had a lot of eager folks scooping that thing up. September, yes, the Xbox One S will continue to be out. And uh, in fact, there'll be It'll be the cheaper versions because the 399 two terabyte version is gone now. But Sony has the 299 PS4 mm-hmm. Slim that'll be out in the uh, that'll be a part of the August. Uh, pardon me, the September NPDs as well. So, what do you guys think? I mean, is this uh, yeah. is this a short term bubble for Microsoft, or or could this be uh, the you know the 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 ship slowly slowly turning? I'm hopeful that it means the ship's turning. I want a little bit more parity in sales because we all win when that happens. Yes. And I'm definitely hoping that that is the case. I mean, it means less less uh, one-sided exclusives for right. PlayStation. Like, both consoles will have reasons. Yeah, the marketing things we're talking about. Yeah. The, you know, yeah. DLC first. Exactly. Kind of stuff. Uh, I hope it means tides turning. And we also still have cheap Xbox Ones out there, like the, the OG Xbox One. I don't know what to call it. And then the Xbox One S. Yeah. So, and the One S is priced very well. Yeah, and the in fact, my uh, my nephew who's turning thirteen, his dad, my brother in law, just reached out to me this week, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I'm uh, thinking of getting his birthday's coming up." And he's like, "Oh, I'm thinking of getting him an Xbox One for his birthday." You know, what do, what do you recommend? And I actually told him, for you know, for him, he's a thirteen year old kid. Yeah, they don't they don't need the S. They don't mm-hmm. you know H, they don't have an HDR TV. I just told him. Grab one of the discounted bundles. Apparently, there's a $259 bundle on, at least on Amazon. That was the only place I looked. For Xbox One? For Xbox One, that includes a game of your choice. Yes. Out of, like, it's like Rare Replay, Gears Ultimate. Wow. Uh, a bunch of them? Halo? A couple of other things, but um, like a couple of them were M-rated games. So it's just like, Grand well, Theft maybe Auto. not. Yeah. So I actually suggested Rare Replay because you know, he's 13, and it's, yeah. it's like 30 yeah, cl- mostly classic games in one. Yeah, um, but yeah, like so. There's there's all kinds of deals to be had on Xbox One, both you know for the for the original one. So, and Marty, what do you think? You think this is this is a short term thing um, or, or a, yeah, a sign I mean, of a sign of greater like change? The reasons uh, you mentioned made sense. A price drop, and then the S made sense. But then also we're gonna have the the uh, PS4 redesign coming out in a couple days. Is already out. I think officially it's what what day of the week is this? I don't even know. It well, might Wednesday, be Wednesday. So did it come out yesterday? I, it must be that it's got to be this what? week. Yeah, yeah. the the PS4 redesign. That's just sort of the, the, the slim, slim. That's not yeah the slim for lack of a better term. The slim. That's PS4 still. That doesn't have an the rounded port. PS4. Yeah, yeah. The Correct. rounded yeah. corner. Correct. PS4. So I don't know if introducing that new hardware is going to get anyone off the couch the, who doesn't the, have a PS4. The single decker sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like the. Only things that are really going to move the needle in terms of one way or the other for the rest of the year are when Gears comes out, yep. when PSVR launches, and then when the Pro launches. Um, I don't see stuff like Forza or The Last Guardian really, you know, th- those are going to appeal to people who already own the consoles, but right, I don't think I anyone sat out three years for a game like that or Dead Rising. Yeah, I've been waiting for Last Guardian for a while. That is one game I will totally play, but I'm not buying a console for. I mean, I'm totally going to play we already it have on it. the console I, I own. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah. So yeah, I don't. I, I, I would. My gut says this is a short term thing. Like I, I do. I, I agree. I, I want more consoles there out in the wild, but um, yeah, I think October will be a lot more interesting to see if 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 ps4 sell because of psvr i can't imagine anyone buying psvr who doesn't already own a ps4 i agree with that because then you're looking at a pretty pretty tall order like yeah. that's you know you're looking at seven eight yeah. to nine hundred dollars well with taxes too yeah. bucks. I, I have little to no interest in psvr the only game i'm sort of interested in and i'll be able to play it at ign is batman, batman. yeah mm-hmm. and if that if xbox announced that it's coming to their platform i'd be like sweet i didn't miss anything i don't know i'm just i'm not that into vr there, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be. I think it's going to be a real slow burn with mm-hmm. VR. It, we've already seen that yeah. on PC, mm-hmm. but I agree with you, Marty. I actually think it's, you know, I, I like a like a dick. I put the question out to yeah. you guys, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a I don't have an answer yeah. for it myself. I, I agree that it's too early to know. I think it, we'll see how September. If if Xbox grabs the number one slot, be for, hopeful. Yeah, but uh, I think what well, we won't really know until the end of the year like if so microsoft was number one for Mm -hmm. july for august so you've got september october november december if xbox is number one in two of those months at least then i'm willing to look more seriously at the idea of the tide actually Mm -hmm. really turning for 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 good we know xbox has some exclusives marty are there any big playstation exclusives this whole psvr is their big thing and then in december we now have last guardian gravity rush and you know gravity uh, rush is, those aren't. is sort of a lower tier in the yeah. same way that recore is sure the, yeah is a lower and tier. sony's kind of. big exclusives are coming in uh uh right after that with uh horizon and with, yeah, in uh, persona 5 yeah. last guardian's a pretty hardcore audience game i don't know yes, i mean no one's gonna sure. buy a ps4 for last guardian or no. for gravity yeah. rush yeah so we'll yeah. see. You might for Forza. You no, got a lot I of think just racing enthusiasts. I think Gears. Racing enthusiasts would have bought it for Horizons 2 or for Forza 5. Where are we at now? Maybe. Six. Unless we got a good bundle. Six. <laughs> Six. Uh, yeah. 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 I think Gears is the only single piece of software this holiday that will single-handedly move units. And the, pa- the, the game package is looking really good, too, between oh, totally. a you know, full-up single-player campaign that does have Marcus, yeah. in it, Marcus Phoenix in it mm-hmm. to some extent, as well as full campaign co-op, yeah. split-screen, mm-hmm. uh, full multiplayer, and the new Horde mode. So yeah. that's a seems like a nice nice bit of... Yeah, uh, and there's going to be... I mean, obviously, both consoles are going to have a ton of third-party bundles. Uh, Sony's yes. already shown off some of theirs. We're, we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about one. one Sony shut off the Final Fantasy XV one. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, there you go. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on the the ever evolving consoles. You know my favorite thing, guys, about about the PS4 Pro and Scorpio, and the fact that they're a year apart, and they're they they're kind of they're going they're aiming for the same thing, but taking very different paths to get yeah. there. I just like that it, it's adding a really fascinating new wrinkle and narrative. It's to this console war. There's and lots to because talk about. They're not just you know. With the Xbox One, they were there. The Xbox One and PS4 are almost the same box, mm-hmm. literally almost the same box. They chose, you know, their RAM a little differently and some other little tweaks. But it's really, you know, the Connect and the messaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the like actual boxes were pretty much the same. Now we're going, we're going, we're really starting to diverge. Like they're both chasing the 4K Dragon, but they're they're taking, taking very different, different paths yeah. to get there. And I think it's it's going to be really interesting to see how. How this, uh, especially with the you know supposed breakdown of, of generations, even though Sony Sony refused to acknowledge that they he said specifically this is not said, the start of a new gen. yeah, we're not blurring the lines. Well, 
you are. I mean, the, P- <laughs> yeah, the PS5 is exactly 100% what you're doing. Going to be compatible with everything that came out on the PS4. Yeah. I would, I would bet, bet the farm on yeah, that. Yeah. Just like you know, everything Phil has already said, everything that's out now on the Xbox do you will, think, will be playable on all future Xboxes. Do you think they have to do that in response to Microsoft's initiative to do that, or because they didn't do it with PS3 to PS4? Well, they just right. said no. Neither and neither did uh, Microsoft. Microsoft they only first. came later. Mm-hmm. You know, but after after. And now Patrick it's a whole initiative. Out and so, so what makes you think PlayStation for PS5 would say, yeah, all games will work they're, on PS4? Because on all PS5. future, they're, they're both on x86-based architecture now. Okay. It's not, we're not moving from, from cell to x86 or from x86 on PS4 to something else weird. It's all going to be fundamentally the okay. same type yeah. of system okay. architecture. So there's, there's no excuse, number one. Mm-hmm. To not support uh, the titles, the you know the old titles on on future PlayStations, but there's also you're right. Microsoft will more or less force them to mm-hmm. because they are ba- you know everything's Windows 10 and everything's their x86. And that's chip. exactly why competition is fantastic exactly. mm-hmm. because it it's better for the consumer. Absolutely, the absolutely. Uh, about those bundles, Marty, what do we got? Uh, Three different Battlefield One, Xbox One console bundles. Which one are you going to get? Have been uh, none of them because I already have a console. <laughs> I'll get the uh, Battlefield bundle that's just the video game. Uh, there's a vanilla bundle that comes with the white S controller to game and a month of EA access for three hundred bucks. There's a Storm Gray bundle. Uh, it's the same. Uh, oh, it's, it's the same as above, but a different colored console. But it's not out. Yeah, till it's weirdly 1st. not out till slightly after the game is. Yeah, that's strange. And so one of those. If I want to bundle with the game, I probably want it the day it comes out. You mm-hmm. would think. That's weird. And then a special edition bundle that is military green uh, with a magic controller and stand, a one terabyte hard drive, a download of Battlefield 1 early enlister, deluxe edition, the Hellfighter pack, Red Baron pack, Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> pack, a new visual appearance of the Behemoths, wow. five battle packs, and a month of EA access. And I just realized, like an idiot, I forgot to write down the price of that. But uh, I imagine this is more. Probably <laughs> three fifty. I'll, I'll look it up while while. Uh, Full confession: I like Battlefield One. Uh, I've never claimed to be good at video games, but I am atrocious <laughs> at Battlefield. Yeah. I am just god awful. Have you played? Yeah, I'm pretty bad at it, but I like. Uh, it makes me feel good. I like riding my horse into uh, battle and mm-hmm. running over a tank. That's I just I just played the early one, and mm-hmm. it's just like okay, I see, I'm dead. Yeah. All right, so I'm setting up over. I got run over by a tank. That's uh, realistic. That's what World War One was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I just I don't know how to get better at it. Like I don't even know where to start. Like I, with Destiny, it's like okay, I need to practice with a sniper rifle. I stuck with yeah. snipers. But, yeah. Uh, with this game, it's like okay, I need to practice. No, I got hit by a tank again. Yeah, I mean the yeah. insanity of that Battlefield and the vehicles of Battlefield always. You need to play it differently than you play most shooters. It's very yeah. different than Call of Duty, than Destiny, than mm-hmm. Battlefront. Well, I guess it's similar to Battlefront. I don't um, even know where to start though. I know what you're saying. I know there is different ways to get better, but I, I don't really know what those avenues are. Because I've seen start players make, start, start making videos, start making it your job where you have to play it for nine hours oh, a day yeah. at your desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that. You started a Destiny podcast. That's how you I'm get still better. not like, good at Destiny. Yeah. 349 for that last special edition, yeah. right. which is cool. uh, you know, not bad. I mean, yeah. it's, that's the same price as the regular Xbox One S1 terabyte. Yeah. So Anyone else out good. there bad at Battlefield 1 but enjoy the game still? Let me know. Bad emotion. Sorry, Ryan. I interrupted you. I'm in the same boat at this point. I'm I'm too old. My reflexes are too slow. (laughs) And I just don't play enough. Yeah. I was by far the worst person on our horde mode team at uh, PAX. My solid one. See, I still still do okay at press events when it's just against other (laughs) press. Because then it's... 
people that are like me. They're hey, they're, we're all old. A lot of them are old and tired, and, and they all <laughs> have to play lots of games, and they don't spend all day playing one game. I'm generally fine at that, but it just so happened at our PAX thing. It was Finnegan, Alana, and Mankiewicz, <laughs> and they're all really <laughs> they're good all shooters. Really I'm good. like, God damn it! Alana even <laughs> was in her Spider Gwen cosplay and playing through gloves and better than me. I'm like, oh, this isn't going great. <laughs> Sorry, right, Marty. I still like you. I'm, I still value you as a human being. I'm fine. I've lost I mean, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. A nice happy medium. Okay. Uh, and finally, I'm not going to dwell on this, but for those of you who perhaps did not play all of the Assassin's Creed games last generation, the Ezio Collection is out on November 15th. It's got all three Ezio games, which was Assassin's Creed 2 brotherhood and revelations revelations thank yeah. you so mm-hmm. all three solid games marty did the wiki for revelations i did i played one mission and then stopped that wiki <laughs> i was like nope Probably i'm out stopped. yeah all three games and all the uh single player dlc none of the multiplayer dlc there's no multiplayer in these um yeah it seems weird i mean this is What's the first th- year in forever that we are not getting an ac game so i guess this one. is their uh answer to that and people do have a lot of fond nostalgia for the Ezio trilogy yep uh, out of those three which is your favorite um story wise two yeah probably two uh mine is revelation no yeah. not revelations brotherhood is what brotherhood is a fantastic. lot of people say brotherhood is where the series sort of peaked brotherhood is amazing that. it's one of the best assessments. i think it's gonna be tough to go back and play those though because i'm also uh, no matter what you think of new ac games syndicate uh, which was the game last year, which was criminally underplayed, uh, c- controls objectively better than these games. Like they yeah. have like refined movement in these games, and and movement feels so good in Syndicate. And I think it's gonna be tough going back to the the last Two. gen trilogy. And what's the the one that Kotaku broke next year's Egypt? Egypt. Egypt. Oh, really? Do we know when? Like ancient Egypt, right? Oh, I, presumably. I imagine pyramids yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. How far forward in time are we right now, though? I know they're going to go way back. They're going to go back. Good. I mean, I they imagine need to. because they of, need to. Yeah, Victorian London is quite a far bit ahead. Yes, they're going to have a mission where you cut off the nose of the Sphinx. I'd play that. Mission, Sorry, guys. Mission where you fight a mummy. Just go full weird. Brendan Fraser shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did that. Well, it was I mean, called Unity. Not doing anything? Yeah. <laughs> Where's yeah. he been for the last fifteen years? Dude, he's one of those dudes where every year a rumor pops up that he died, and then like his official Twitter account has to be like, "I'm not dead." <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like, did he make That's that it. much money off of the Mummy franchise that he just? Chills out now? Maybe. I mean, that's always on TV. Yeah. Yeah. More power to him. George of the Jungle. Oh, that was a great flick. Yeah. 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 Biodome. I might be making all of Which these. Which actor up. are you talking about? By- no, that's Frazier. a deep cut right there. Uh, what's the, the one where he lived in a Shore. vault? Blast in the past. That one's good. Very heartwarming. <laughs> this is turning into the Brendan Fraser hour. <laughs> yeah. Let's welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah. What can we buy? What can we buy? Destin, we haven't heard a lot from you. I'm well, a little I, tired I today. I've okay. been doing a ton of Destiny coverage this week. Uh, thank you Shocking. for helping me, Ryan. Uh, if you guys are I'm into Rise of Iron, ton of great footage on IGN. Yeah, when's right it out? Now. Next week? comes out next week, Tuesday, the 20th. Right. That's my birthday. My initial impression is that I enjoyed it. Happy birthday next week, next Tuesday, week. Yeah, when, yeah, I'll be, when I'll be <laughs> asleep at my I will desk. Be, I will be older on next week's show. It's yeah. terrifying. Wiser? No. Just older. Just okay. older. At retail, we got Recore. Vincent Janino reviewed that one for us, and uh, he enjoyed it. Yeah, seven something. And uh, yeah, I I'm about an hour in. You guys tried it yet? Uh, no, I have my code. I'm gonna play it this week. Yeah, my my everybody's telling me both in the office and out uh, that I should be playing it on PC. Yeah, I mean the lo- the loading times are definitely not great on oh, Xbox, and the you know visuals, art direction are okay. I mean, it, it definitely. I don't say this in a. I don't mean this in an insulting or bad way, but it kind of. 
Like, it looks like a $40 game. Like, it doesn't have the AAA sort of graphical, insane polish and fidelity to it, but I'm liking the gameplay mechanics. It's, you know, you, you it's a lot of jumping, double jumping, dashing in midair, uh, you know, fighting multiple enemies and having to sort of color coordinate. And then I like you, the mechanics. Yeah, you pull out... Their core. You pull out their core with, and like, then a, with like... And then yeah, it's like a little tug-of-war minigame uh, and while you're still under fire from elsewhere. So, I mean, at least in the early going, I'm enjoying it for what it is. You know, it's it's not, like, game of the year necessarily, but it's fun. I'm, it I'm, feels very Japanese. Yeah, the Inafune uh, Yeah, yeah, there. which is something that we don't get a lot of on Xbox. That's true. So that's cool. Yeah. That's true. So... Give also, also uh, a franchise I like a lot, the Dead Rising Triple Pack is being released. That Speaking includes, of Inafune? Uh, yes. Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and I don't know what the other one is. Inafune has it's not shipped... not 3, right? Uh, this no, is, uh, Inafune has shipped uh, yeah. like 17 games this year because... Yeah, Mighty Number 9. F- 15 of them in the Dead Rising Triple Pack, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Between like Dead Rising, Dead Rising uh, Off Two, the Record, record Dead yeah. Rising yeah. Frank Case West, yeah. Dead Rising Frank... That's a fun game. Does uh, your mom? Yeah, Frank, yeah. Dead God, Boy, I can't Dead believe Rising. Frank had sex with my mom. Yeah, I mean, he, hey, he's a, wow. he's a handsome. He's a war journalist. He is. He's, he's covered wars. Covered wars, you know. Moving on. Uh, also, Bioshock the Collection. Uh, if you're a Bioshock fan, or if you've never experienced Bioshock, this is the one you want, you want to get. Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, NHL 17, and NASCAR Heat Evolution. That's what's at the marketplace. If you haven't played Bioshock, go play Bioshock. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, definitely. Go play Bioshock. Bioshock 1 is where it's yeah. at. Infinite's good, too, but definitely. Digital, we got The Witness for $40. That is a good game. Game of the year frontrunner at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it Ten, uh, and would, Masterpiece. Where are you at, Marty? Because, I, I mean, I respect the hell out of The Witness. I fully admit I'm too stupid to get through the game. I have not, I'm not smart enough to solve all the puzzles to get through it. Um I, I do and genuinely think Inside is the more game of the yeary game for me. Yeah. In, Inside's my vote right now. Where are you for at? For me, my top three changes depending on the day you get me between Inside, Witness, and Oxenfree, which yeah. I know I like a little bit more than Ooh, most yeah. people. Um, but yeah, it's going to change literally depending on when you catch me. Uh, okay. Both of them are Fair so. Enough. Yes, if someone was like. Someone messaged me. He was like, "Do I get the witness or inside?" I'm like, "I don't I'll know how to answer both. that." Please yeah, please both. both. I mean, go through hey, the go through inside in three hours yeah. and go to the witness. And both of them are sixty dollars combined. combined. Forty yeah. for witness, twenty for. And by the way, witness is if you're like, oh, it's forty dollars and it's an Indian like no, it's it like a, thirty plus hours. Oh yeah, it's if very you, long. If yeah. you can get through it in less than that. Yeah, you, you are like, a savant. You're, you're in Mensa. Yeah. yeah, you are probably Jonathan Blow. Also, uh, next week. Firewatch coming to Xbox yeah, One, nice. and Sean Vanneman here with us. Oh. We're going to chat it up. He's, they've added some new features for the. Yeah, the new features are cool. Uh, for, well, they're they're going into the Xbox One version. They're going to be added they're to happy the PC on. and PS4 yeah. versions as well. But really stoked to have Sean Vanneman. In yeah, here another one week. of the best games of the year. I don't I don't have a game of the year yet. Maybe Gears. Gears. I like Gears a lot. You haven't what finished I hope Gears. So. What if it gets well, real racist halfway it. through? Well, that'd be weird. <laughs> Pac-Man <laughs> Championship Edition races. 2. It's the DBs. $13. I reviewed that. Yeah, Marty. That one's fun, right? Yeah, it's fun. I gave it a 7.5. Too much of a good thing. Too much hey, of a Marty? good thing. I think the game's really good. Um, I don't like it as much as the original or DX. Uh, I think it added a bit too many features that sort of overcomplicated Feature uh, the game. Feature bloat. Feature bloat. Seriously, I think... Uh, the original and DX were just insane enough, but I still felt in control, whereas this introduces enough to where I no longer feel in control a lot of times, which isn't great in Pac-Man. 
pure chess grandmaster edition destin reviewed this one yeah i did it's chess <laughs> 10 out of 10 one of the best <laughs> games of all, all time Twitter oh. friendly review yeah. right there <laughs> uh i totally forgot uh this could be my game of the year perfect woman nine dollars perfect woman is a game inspired by the ubiquitous personality what I screwed up. <laughs> Ubiquitous personality questionnaires featured in women's magazines and the female roles they define. So stop right there. So this premise is hilarious and awesome. If you've ever looked at a woman's magazine. It's like uh, the Cosmo quizzes. Yeah, like yeah. the are you. taking one or two. Is your man, it, you know, yeah. the right man for you? Apparently not, according to my quiz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The game is structured into progressive levels, each one representing a different stage in a woman's life. Starting at the child stage, players must post in front of a connect. Mazel tov, connect. <laughs> to mimic various poses that appear on screen. And we thought Fru was it. <laughs> the better a player is able to hold the pose, the more perfect their rating for that level. Perfect Woman features a branching decision tree, which serves to create a narrative of the character's life. Past choices may make future choices more difficult. It's not always possible to be perfect at every single stage in life, and that's perfectly fine. That's interesting. I love the concept of this. Is this... So this is like a, a yoga game with a narrative? No, I don't think so. No, I think it's, I think it's, it's about trying like a, to be perfect and never making like a, a mistake and realizing like a, that can never happen. Kind of a goofy adventure game almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Like, if you saw the screenshots, you could, you'd see the tone okay. of the, the art style. Yeah, I don't um, I'm but, actually intrigued. I was a little I, sarcastic at first. No, yeah, I, I included that very intentionally because I mm-hmm. thought it was just a fascinating premise for a for a you know little nine dollar game you can yeah. download. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of interesting premises, Destin. Yeah, Emily wants to play as five dollars, and this is what Ryan has written on the sheet. This is the product description copied <laughs> and pasted it. straight from Major Nelson's website. It's 11 p.m. and you are the last house on your route. The lights are on and the front door is opened. But the windows are all boarded up and the grass is overgrown. It seems like a strange place to deliver a pizza. (laughs) But at least it looks like someone is home. Freely roam the house and try to figure out what is going on. Why are you going in the house? Right now it sounds like a porno. Three dolls (laughs) and a strange girl named Emily will also start roaming the house as the hours toll by. Stay away from them. But if you want but to you deliver the pizza, pizza. <laughs> but if you do end up in a room with one, figure out how to stay alive. Definitely give them the, give the pizza. Definitely a porno. <laughs> Sounds at, like Five Nights at Freddy's. One Night's at Emily's. <laughs> that seems strange. No Nights at Emily's. Oh, I'm not gonna play I this. played this. You did? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a Steam game. Probably. Probably. Probably I played this in Oculus. Game. You go into this creepy old house, and you just kind of walk around, and there's like a. A girl that looks like a doll who doesn't move. Yeah. And it's actually not... It's just a scary game. It's like a jump scare game. Okay. Yeah. And there's a weird clown and stuff. It's very strange. So it's not, it's not a porno? No, it is not a porno. Yeah. It's weird. Kind of, uh, a little a lot creepy. A pornos could be weird, too, Dustin. But yeah, this description... Yeah. All right. I had no idea I was a pizza delivery man. Let's just say that. <laughs> You're just... You spawn in the house. So it was really weird. Anyway. You look down an Oculus and there's your there's a pizza. wiener. <laughs> oh, oh, the wiener. I forgot. In, in, the, in, the, in, pizza in box. the pizza box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, pizza <laughs> fresh. Hot and fresh. No. It's like no. a child. So <laughs> it's a creepy, weird, possessed child that you runs around the house. Sounds it's too spooky for me. Creepy. Too spooky. Uh, yeah. Marketplace. Playable demos of Forza Horizon 3 and FIFA 17. Uh, demos. Yay. Demos? They're so rare now. 
Ryan, you know what I like? Free stuff. Free things. Yeah. Free video games. September, Games with Gold, Earthlock, Festival of Magic, all months long, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. September 16th to uh, October 15th. So when is that? That's starting yeah, two days from now. On Xbox One, Forza Horizon 1, September 1st to 15th. Oh, get it. You got one more day. Yeah, and Mirror's Edge, 16th to 30th in September on that. Xbox 360. Play that, you chumps. Uh, a few people liked Mirror's Edge 1. I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of them. All right, we will come right back, do a little trivia, and get the heck out of here right after this. All right, it is trivia time, and our winner this week is someone who is very nice because they mailed in a copy of a... Of a little you know store card it's a copy of master chief collection so we nice. have that nice. so we can give away now that's a great price so i thought uh which he has also sent in a good trivia question so kind of a give a game get a game situation <laughs> for uh for this gentleman whose name is shane barrett his gamer tag is grin and xbox what game is he getting uh i don't know i'll email him what i have and Got let it. him choose i think there's still kind of the usual some assortment of some quantum break. compatible games some quantum break yeah perfect woman code maybe no, we don't have that. And he is from Beaumont, California. No idea where in California that is. Same. Not near here. It's in Beaumont. But uh, here's the question from Shane, guys. <laughs> Why are you being nice to me today? <laughs> <laughs> so Telltale, as Shane notes, has found great success with their episodic games over the past few years. What was the first episodic, episodic Telltale game to be released on an Xbox console? Was it Back to the Future of the game? Sam and Max Save the World, Jurassic Park the Game, or CSI Hard Evidence? Do you guys remember your Telltale history when it comes to console versions of things? I know one it's not. <laughs> Who goes first? Um, I mean, I'll write it down. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't, it's yeah. not a big deal. And then Marty can just talk. Uh, I will pull up the rankings while we wait for that. Um, the only one I know it's not is Jurassic Park because Back to the Future was 100% before Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was their last game before um, the Walking Dead era when Telltale Games started to become actually good. Um, I'm going to go CSI. Okay, CSI for Marty. I Destin. said Sam and Max. Sam and Max. So I played along myself because he put the answer on a second page oh okay i had it narrowed down to the same two csi or sam and max mm-hmm. and i uh, couldn't quite remember i thought it was i thought sam and max was their first one. Oh, that's not a good tone <clears throat> it is in fact csi oh, man. crime scene investigation it came to xbox in september of 2007 yeah sam and max save the world was was came out before that on windows, windows. but came over to xbox in 2009 okay so uh, Marty is good job, Marty. Killing it you this year. You are now up to thirteen points. You add to your lead. That's because when Mitch left, I absorbed his power. <laughs> he did absorbed his essence. <laughs> he ripped out his heart and his social security card. <laughs> yeah. So, if you would like to play along uh, with Xbox trivia, send some Xbox trivia. Include four multiple choice answers with your question. Note the correct answer and send it to unlocked at ign.com and we'll play of course next week as we do every week can we go home now yeah let's get out of here i have so many meetings left <laughs> <clears throat> yeah we're, i just don't go to those anymore yeah. 
Yeah, well, who cares? No, one, <laughs> no one's going to notice if you don't show up, right? IGN Prime is a great way you can support us and improve your IGN experience. If you go to IGN.com slash Prime, give us 30 bucks. We'll give you a year of ad-free IGN experience along with uh, the occasional exclusive beta, exclusive uh, just free game straight mm-hmm. up. So check out IGN.com slash Prime for that. We've got a YouTube channel, which we are... Working on building out, we've got we've got our sort of the plans are are mm-hmm. crystallizing now. Yeah, yeah. So if you please subscribe at youtubecom unlocked, all one word. We would love it if you would do that. And Destin, yeah, plug so, away. Rise of Iron, two a.m. Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. I will stream there first. Then when I get in an IGN and I'm really tired, I'll be streaming again on IGN on an so, alt character. We'll get. We'll you get twitch.tv slash IGN, or just go to IGN.com. We get B-list, Destin. Yeah, you get tired. <laughs> kind of like today, Destin. A little tired, a little loopy. I'm a little more fun when I'm tired. And then on the 23rd, I'm running the raid with uh, Holtzman from Planet Destiny, Tafty Taft, he's a large uh, Twitch streamer, and Briar Rabbit, and then uh, a few other folks. Briar I'm Rabbit? Re- I was just on Splash Mountain at Disneyland a couple oh, weeks yeah? ago. This, I, maybe he likes Splash Mountain, too. I, I'm really, really excited about next week. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I'll be streaming a bunch on my personal channel, and then uh, doing a bunch with IGN next week for and, Destiny. And you've been posting all this week on IGN a lot of different yes. Rise of Iron content and impressions because yeah. you got to go up there, you played, you posted some Crucible impressions, yeah. some story Let, impressions. Forgive me, but I'm going to nerd out about Destiny for a second, guys. So we have Archon's Forge, Forge footage. We checked out the new dance emotes, if you're into that sort of thing. We checked out the new Social Space, Fellwinter Peak. We, we drove around in the Plague Lines, did one of the new patrol missions. Uh, we have the first story mission, pretty spoiler-free, where you go up the gondola and fight uh, a character. And uh, there, there's a bunch more. Uh, the, mo- the thing I'm most proud of is this interview I did with Bungie, where they spoke very candidly about early concepts of Destiny and what uh, th- they were toying with uh, fantasy and sci-fi and how they came to consensus on what it would be and then how they reacted when it launched and it wasn't critically received and how they kind of use that to motivate them to continue to uh, improve their yeah. product. I, I'm really happy with the interview. Check it out. Uh, Great. Yeah. I'm done. Sorry. Love it. Where can we follow you? Twi- Twitter. Twitter.com slash <laughs> Destin Legary and Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. 50% of the, the things you mentioned from Destiny, I think, are made up. Mm-hmm. If you, you can, if you can you find 50% yeah. of them that were lies. <laughs> that was a test. Yeah, that was a test. Party uh, um, You're doing some uh, IGN first stuff that's yeah. relevant to our audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, Sean Fingen and I went up to Portland to visit Fulbright, who are developing Tacoma, oh, which yeah. is their follow-up to uh, Gone Home. And so, yeah, we have a bunch of stuff. We have uh, the opening 15 minutes. We have a very extended version of that with commentary from Steve and Carla, who are uh, co-founders of Fulbright. Uh, I have a big written video preview. Uh, the game is really cool. The opening 20 minutes are, are super special. Uh, and then also, I think shortly after this goes up, we have commentary over a couple chunks of Minerva's Den, which is the Bioshock 2 DLC, which they sort of got their uh, big start on. And it's actually, you can if you get the Bioshock collection, play that. You don't have to play through Bioshock 2. It's a self-contained two, three-hour story yeah. uh, that has... 
just an amazing sense of place, awesome combat, and one of the coolest final acts of I mean, any game ever. It's genuinely regarded as one of the best DLCs for anything yep. of in modern yeah. times. And it is it sort of takes the standard what are eight ten hour Bioshock experience that you'd expect from one or Infinite and condenses it into three hours with the same level of amazing storytelling. So uh, check that out. We'll have stuff for the rest of the month. Awesome. And we find you on social media where at Mick Biggity with two G's and two T's. Fantastic. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Um, yeah, we wrapped up our Gears of War IGN first. We've got Tacoma now. What else am I up to? Nothing. No, yeah. just future planning as yeah. usual. I don't know. I'm sure you're up something. to a lot. Yeah, you, you live. You live like four it. years in the future. Yeah, no, four months in the future. Always it's with just IGN like first. I, I the future, Marty. I moved from a magazine to a website, and on a magazine, you are constantly working in the future. Apparently, I can't get. You're away the one from who that. wanted to launch IGN first. I know, That's what happens. Besides, my, my you own brought your problem. inner magazine. I love I IGN first. Yeah, it's great. You're like it's great. It's so much work. It is a lot of work. Stop bothering me. Anyway. So that's it for episode whatever this was. 263. We'll be back next week with Sean Vanneman talking some Firewatch, uh, which I'm so thrilled is coming to Xbox One because it's probably my, honestly, my second favorite game of the year after Inside right now. It's been a good year. Love it. See you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.